Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in Balls Hot Sunny's Santa Cruz. So hot, uh, I'm amazed the, the baby <laughs> pool never came out. Is it? So hot your balls are sweating. Lassie's <laughs> <laughs> balls were getting stuck to the side of the curb. It's very sweaty. It was fairly warm. Very okay. sweaty. Sweaty balls. Sweaty. Oh, so sweaty. So hot. Jim and I went for a ride yesterday, and oh, it was, was balls hot. It was, it was balls oh, I, I saw you guys on 17. Uh, yeah. I was going the other way. Um. Yeah, it, it's and an argument. It's a good argument for hot. lane splitting oh, yeah. when you're in all that gear and you have to keep moving. And we only got hit what almost twice by people decided that just because the the green or the the red oh, turn red signal, lights. it's fucking yeah, just because it's red doesn't mean you can't just get one or two more cars through. Like literally. Sure, yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. let's get to who's here in the garage tonight. You got me. I'm Liza, and nobody puts Bagel in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Running the board tonight, we've got Bagel. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind, because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. No friends of mine. (laughs) Wow. Over in the corner is Michael. I will crush him. (laughs) (laughs) Rocky Five. Like also mug. in the corner is Naked Jim. We're dear moms. I've come to drop bombs. Thank you, Bagel. I appreciate you. Aww. Thank you, Jim. Next up, we've got Knock. Hey, how you guys doing? You look at me like I'm supposed to say I know, something clever. I know. I'm always surprised by how short that <laughs> everybody's, is. If everybody's clever, then I can't be clever because, you know, what's the, what's the point? Well, you know who is clever? Bex is. Right, Bex? E tutto bene. Si, si. Solo per... Because it's bagel. <laughs> yes. Grazie. Yes, mille. bagel, bagel. Uh, grazie, grazie. <laughs> Thank you, bagel. And on the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Miss Emma. They call me flavor. Flavoristic, majestic flavor. <laughs> Don't you know that I'm the flavor that you gave her? I'm the life that you live when you uh, do it again. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, what the fuck <laughs> was that? <laughs> Bagel, we love you, darling. Was that, was Thank that you, Emma. B- alive for that one that came out? What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did I deviate <sighs> from the original, darling? I don't know. What was that song? I don't know. It's Flavor Flav. Oh, Flavor Flav. You oh. boy. I was alive. They <laughs> <laughs> call him Flavor, you know. Okay. Flavoristic, oh. majestic flavor. Also on the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Douglas... I don't want no scrubs. Because <laughs> a scrub is a guy. Is a guy. <laughs> and very Period. Get no love for me. I like oh. how this takes like 30 minutes to get through. Hanging out the side. <laughs> don't be mad, Nock. best friends arrive. Just because you couldn't think Looking of it. Trying to oh. holler at me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Looking dashing and don't like a lost friend. little boy at the same time. We have Charlie. <laughs> 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 I just I just realized there's always a fire extinguisher within arm's reach in this room. Oh yeah. yeah. None, none of them work. Yeah. <laughs> there is an open container of gasoline as well. Yeah. It's a it's a tinderbox we're in. Mm-hmm. 
I'm honestly amazed Why? we have not had a fire yet. <laughs> Why is the fire getting Circle bigger? Don't, don't, don't say don't it. Jinx it. Don't when, the clean, when the parts box is right next to the grinding area. Mm-hmm. I know. No. The welding and grinding is next no, to there, the kerosene. Like the, yeah, the parts there's cleaner. There's like the, the, the parts cleaner with all the uh-huh. flammable like, gas in it and mm-hmm. clean shit next Kerosene to all the gasoline. grinding table. It's mm-hmm. And the drill like press it. and the welder. That's all right. You just put the lid over it and it'll extinguish itself. Exactly. Right in in breathing distance of Charlie, <laughs> but just behind is, him, so he can't quite see what he's doing. Don't is, bite his. Is neck. it behind me? Is Andy? Hola. All right. Hola. Then uh, around the back, we've got Isaac. A promise self would not cry. Promise broken. <laughs> and also here tonight, we've got Jeremy. Hey hey. And in the peanut gallery, we've got Sonia. Hey. And All right. There might be other people showing up. I'm not sure. It's, Are we showing up? Know, you know, it's the usual zoo. Know. What can we say? When the weather's this good, people show up. But that's good. You know why that's good? Because today was Bagel Appreciation Day. Thank you, everybody. And I just wanted to say, you know, I was thinking the other day about making future plans and doing some traveling. It's like, oh, but I can't. I always have to be there at the garage to run things. And I started thinking about the people who actually cover for me and the people that I can rely on and how, what a relief it is that it gives me some flexibility to be able to go do events and such. And, you know, one of the people who's been the most reliable, consistent, and continues to step up and do more and more here is Bagel. So I wanted to make sure he knew that I appreciate him, and I think everyone else. So I want to give everyone else an opportunity. If you would like to say something nice about Bagel, this is your opportunity. Yeah, the check's in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I think it's so, for me, it's back here, and it was so appropriate that it is Bagel Appreciation Week because I wouldn't have Bella right now if Bagel didn't take me and drive me to go pick her up and mm. help me through like she was doing some weird stuff and we cleaned up some gas issue I think and now it's all good so Bagel thank you for that Rockin'. and you're also just Bex. thanks for smiling all the time it's awesome well you're welcome it's it makes it makes it makes it easy when when there are wonderful people around like you oh. so thank you oh, I, wow. look at that I want to put oil on your head, Bagel, and rub it all over my head. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta use your breasts. Yes. Oh my. Yes. Oh goodness. Ooh, it's no, hot um, in here. <laughs> that didn't take long. Bagel. Uh-oh. Bagel is very, very quiet about it, but I'm pretty sure. His schlong's like an anaconda. Oh, no. <laughs> and his no, anaconda. No, he's hung like a none. stallion. Wait, we, know, we know he's got a CB350 in that garage. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? A nice classic that doesn't get ridden mm-hmm. enough? Exactly. Right. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you actually know more about motorbikes than I do. Oh, I don't know and about that. And you're just that. very quiet about it. Maybe but, about you know, scooters. But... A long time ago, you said, you know, Emma's walking encyclopedia mm-hmm. of motorcycles. I think you are. I think you were talking about yourself. I mean, you've got just such passion and knowledge about these things. When when it comes to scooters, yes. I don't know about motorcycles, but... But you, you're you're probably ahead of me in motorcycles. But but yeah, I know a lot about scooters. Okay. Well, when you when you when you want to put those silly things away and start riding motorbikes, well, you know, we'll look after you, Bagel. Uh, bagel, this is Doug. Uh, bagel 
has helped me, I'm sure, as well as a few uh, uh, others um, yep. here to have an appreciation for scooters. Cool. Yeah. I never really liked them. <laughs> and I may joke about them all the time now, but I do actually <laughs> have an appreciation for scooters. Cool. So, thank well, you. Thanks, Doug. And I hope to get some more people down with some some really cool scooters for you guys to check yeah. out. If you buy a supermoto, I will buy a scooter. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. <laughs> what if it's an electric supermoto? Th- then I will steal it from you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wave at scooters. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I wave at motorcycles, too. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like how uh, you came here as the guy who just showed up for the podcast like an asshole. Yeah. Because that's what I did. <laughs> and now you're, like, doing things in the garage you're producing. It's just cool. Yeah. It's cool yeah. watching people and just people grow. And, and Knox yeah. still just shows up like an asshole. Yeah, I do. I, that's what I do now. I'm back to my cycle and showed up like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, I remember walking in here like a couple months ago and there was just like a disemboweled scooter carcass in here and Bagel was like grinding into it with like a, a grinder wheel or something and there's sparks yep. flying everywhere. Like, trying that's to set more than showing up like fire. an asshole. Yeah. But there may be a working fire extinguisher in here, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Cool. Anyone else? And that beard. Oh, oh, yeah, the oh God, he's got beard a fabulous beard. He's gotten more epic those, over the Those golden the locks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think growing. Ted, the guest, mentioned that you had such a quite an amazing beard, in fact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's new. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I want to say thank you for being our scooter punching bag. You really... <laughs> <laughs> you take it You're from still us. here. <laughs> Bagel's yes. a power bottom. That's what's, <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> <Power> <laughs> <bottom. That's, laughs> no, Good and analogy. you know, we make fun of the scooter community and Bagel is a representative of the scooter community. But Bagel, I know that you, as a member of the scooter community, are probably one of the elite... Scooterist. But um, could be so. Could be so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're hard So that's why we're that. we're proud to have you be a misfit. Yeah. Because oh, even though you're not into the motorcycles, you're into the scooters. Yeah. You bring a level of that that's higher than most you're of us for motorcycles. You're fucking hardcore scooters. You're dude. hardcore, yeah. man. Dude. Oh, it's yeah, hilarious. You, can't, you, can't, you can't shit I would uh, never do in any vehicle. As, as, <laughs> as evidenced by how many broken down scooters I know of. <laughs> yeah, you can't just be any geek off the street. You gotta be in here with steel. You've said on, on a podcast at least a few times, oh, going a nice clip. Oh, what's that, bagel? About 80. Oh. <laughs> New appreciation for Scooter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so well, I just y- like to thank Bagel. When I came here, like, years... Well, it was probably, like, like two years ago yeah. on my little you Chinese 150... two years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, um, yeah, I came here on my little 150cc He was scooter. that with a kid with a goofy haircut on that Chinese scooter. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was on a Yamaha, wasn't he? No, no? it's a clone of a Yamaha. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked, it totally anyways, looked like a Yamaha. It looked <laughs> sick, and <laughs> it was fast as hell. Yeah. But I was had ridden my tire down, like, almost bald. I'm like, I need help changing this tire, and... Bagel was one of the first people to help me. We went to his oh, yeah. house. He yep. got me on the tire Aww. machine, switched the tire out, and yeah, really appreciate him. Did you hear that, everybody? Cool. Bagel's got a tire machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid nice. to use it. Where's the cheap beer? <laughs> it was by you. It's by back. Is there so, a homeless guy Again, I just it? wanted to say thank you, Bagel. We appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thanks you. for oh, thank coming you, out guys, and putting up with our bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Anytime. So, You're very um, welcome. Thank you very much. The next announcement. Don't cry. We wanted to make is that we're losing another one of our members. Yes, we are. But but hey, the good news is he sold the chopper. What? Yeah. 
How much did you get for it? What sucker? What sucker did you? Andy, you're leaving us. Yeah, that's right. I wait, am leaving you. Did you tell did, him it did, was wait, a did, triumph? Did you pay him? <laughs> did, did you pay him to take it, or did he pay you? Yeah. Uh, no, tell him how this happened, because this is this is a good story. I want to hear this. Okay, so I've been trying to sell my bike for quite a while now because I'm moving out. Yeah. And <laughs> out uh, to where? Well, I'm getting kicked out, so my only option is San Antonio, where okay. a friend is offering me a room. But I've been trying to get rid of all my stuff, like you know, fire sale. Yeah. And uh, it, my bike's just been sitting there on the street next to my car, and this guy rolls by. Uh, oh, don't this, stop talking, Andy. Oh, you keep going. Uh, this this guy rolls by in his truck he, he's coming back from work or something he's rolling by in his truck he just stops in the middle of the street and he looks at my bike looks at me i'm packing away stuff into my car and he's like hey whose bike is that i'm like it's mine he's like is that thing for sale i'm like yep <laughs> so he just he just parks his Why, truck it just happens to be yeah i know right it was it was such a great coincidence and he just parks his Aww. truck in the middle of the street and walks over strolls across <laughs> the busy six or four lane street just talk to me about it was he a <laughs> cop no but he, yeah so he was super pumped to, he was super pumped about it i mean he really wanted it yeah uh which really surprised me because he was you know well, was I mean, he blind <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely deaf well i mean i didn't will start be. it up for him <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, but it, it just really surprised me because this guy, like, I've been trying to sell my bike, and this just random guy walks up, and he's like, oh, he's, like, so into it. And, you know, that's that's the, the kind of person I want to sell the bike to, somebody who's, yeah. like, super into the bike, like okay. like that guy was. Because mm -hmm. Hillary. Will he be, will we be seeing this guy around the garage? Yeah, are we going to see this guy? So, did you let him know? Uh, I brought him to the garage today, yeah. and... Uh, He's like, yo, this place is super cool. Maybe I'll come by and work on the bike here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you um, will be. God damn uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be gone by then. Yeah. You'll, you'll be gone, but your bike will not. How much did you get for it? Yeah. Uh, so I. Or did you pay him? <laughs> Wait, let's start with how much did you pay originally? Okay, so originally I paid 18 Okay. What were you asking for it? 18 And what did you get for it? 14 What? Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Well, it, but it's, it's kind of funny. You had to buy an engine. Nice work. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, there was a lot of parts and stuff. Oh, that's the it. other good part. He took the other engine. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was, yeah. That's, that's, that was one that's, of the main I mean, the boat anchor. He took the boat Beck says, yay. One more dead weight thing out of your life. <laughs> yeah. That, that was one of the motivators, you know, getting the stuff out of the garage because I knew Liza was getting... Uh, upset about it or you know just not very happy with me keeping this place as like my junkyard personal yeah. junkyard in the side room <laughs> yeah so you know I'm glad I got rid of that uh, I mean I love that bike I've been everywhere on it I've it's the bike I've had for the longest but you know things change you know bikes come and go and I'm happy I'm rid of it you know and maybe we'll see a better future now you got some future. moving money yeah that's exactly right yep. moving money <laughs> start cool, your man. next project well yep exactly hey. Cool. All right. Cool. Congratulations. So wait, I want to know when. How long have you been coming here? Oh dear. I mean, I started a few. Uh, you st you started showing up after the vampires ride. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was our rally? I think three years ago. Twenty fifteen. Two years ago. Yeah, uh, I had my CM two fifty. Oh, that's freaking right. funny. That was you. Yeah, he broke with, down with like parts hanging off or something. He broke oh, down. Oh, I remember that. Because I remember that. Well, because there was 
Uh, so th- yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I broke down because well, I thought I broke down, but it turned out some duct tape had gone over the air snorkel. Oh. <laughs> 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 air nice. Yeah, we, we we took that off. The plugs were black as night, but we took it off. It fired right up. I was like, yes, <laughs> not actually a problem, but <laughs> you know, I honestly want to say. These guys who come here, they've transformed so much since mm-hmm. they've been coming here. I forget who they were when they mm-hmm. first. It's like, wait, you were that guy? <laughs> yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. I don't put but the two But you stuck together. it out. You made it to the destination. Y- you come here as a little You worms. pitched your own tent. Yep. I remember yeah. helping you pitch the tent. Yeah, that was my first time. Is that time. a euphemism? What's happening? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. That was actually literally Happens my first time morning. ever camping. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, at the and Yeah, you've been coming around ever since. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. And since you've been coming here, you even started growing a little mustache. How's that? How's it going? <laughs> um, I'm, try, I'm trying to grow a mustache like Genghis Khan. It's, it's a Johnny Depp <laughs> mustache. <laughs> it looks nice. amazing. Okay. Uh, thank, well, thank you, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie says it's, that. It's funny. People come here <laughs> very like like little worms or caterpillars, and they turn into this like fucked up butterfly. It's great. <laughs> flies in a circle. Yeah, it flies in circles. <laughs> <laughs> One wing's all smaller than the other. Great. It keeps Straight breaking down. It's, it's more like a moth bashing itself into a light bulb. So, yeah. I digress. That's probably very uh, accurate. Totally. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I appreciate that you've you've been around and and it's been fun and I only hope that when you go to Texas that you maybe are able to one day open up your own recycle garage. I hope for that too. I would, you know, it, it'll be hard, but maybe I'll get something going. Yeah. That'd be yeah, awesome. keep, that'd be that'd be nice for me and for the community around there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, one one yeah, just keep up the spirit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, we're gonna miss you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll keep us updated when you get a bike, you know, yeah. and all that shit, man. Yep. Yeah. And start I mean, a recycle San Antonio. <laughs> recycle. And San when are you leaving? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, should well, I'm gonna be out of the house end of this month, and I'll be sticking around on a couple friends' couches for maybe a week or so. Is That's that a cry bad. out? You're to the just listeners? gonna miss Andy Appreciation Day. Oh. I'm sorry. What, are you flying out there? <laughs> driving out there? Uh, like the, the plan is to drive my four wheeled motorcycle out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. You'll you get mean? there super fast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, good. Sorry to see you go, but again, I hope that you take with you a lot of things that you've learned here at the garage, and that you can, you know, in, in the future, pass it on. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you're in San Antonio, uh, you know, help a motherfucker out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in the spirit of faith, I'd like to get right to the emails. No, it's not too soon anymore. I have one email that I wanted to read. Um and <laughs> this is from Boog Jeffe or Hefe. Boog Hefe. Boog Hefe. Boog. Boog says, uh, some of us get tired wrenching on shit and buy a warranty. I just like to ride. The Harley is serving me well. Just like the Victory, Kawasaki, and Honda have in the past. Thanks to TV for turning us on to you. I think that's referring to Ride with Norman Reedus. Yes, sir. But ease up on the bashing and just enjoy the ride. No. Whoever you happen to be on. All right, here's the deal. You know, I keep getting accused of Harley bashing. Well, you do. Uh, (laughs) Bash or get accused? Both. Both. And, you know, on one hand, yeah, I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I always say, look, I I have no problem with the motorcycles. 
<laughs> it's the writers. <sighs> is that worse? Don't we have enough emails? Wait, didn't you say when they're separate, it's okay? But look, I you know I I know that there's a lot of learning to do, and the one thing I'm worried about is that um, my opinion may spread to people who have no experience yet with Harley's or Big Twins, and I want them to you know I want to set a better example. Mm. So I think I think. I think we can work this this out, you know. And, but I also feel like this goes both ways. <laughs> I think that the Harley community they make fun of us. That's how I think. Not the only so thing you know what? Goes both ways. Who's us? By I, the to non Harley riders to work to work this out. I've brought on Ted from the Motorcycle Man. Ted, are you here? I like to have an everything bagel with cream cheese and do not toast that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> an everything bagel with cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Took you long enough. Hi, guys. How's Hi. it going? Hey, Ted, are you? Ted. Ted, I really want to make this relationship work, but I feel <laughs> like we've reached a point where we need outside assistance. <laughs> so I've, oh. I've brought in a counselor. Are you willing to give this a try? Yes, I am very willing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've enlisted the help of a very well-respected moto counselor. He's the author of the award-winning book, Motosexuality is Not a Crime if You Don't Get Caught. <laughs> I, I got caught. I'd like nice. to introduce nice. Naked Jim. Uh, <laughs> yes, welcome. <laughs> hey, Jim. Thank you for that uh, lovely introduction. Liza, I appreciate the, uh, the kind words. You're way too generous. No, no you're not. Um, <laughs> buy my book. Um, <laughs> first, I'd like to thank you both for committing to this process and acknowledge the courage that it takes to do the work to allow your relationship to evolve to the next level. <laughs> Remember, our goal oh is not God. is not one of right or wrong, but of mutual love and understanding. Oh. And I think being oh, from yeah. New Jersey, Ted, you can really embrace that philosophy. So, so embrace this. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so I I think we should go ahead and get started and um we'll start with some of the difficult things first. And Liza, why don't you go ahead and and, and tell us one of the things with Harleys you just have a hard time understanding. Well, you know, I think the first thing is, I can't believe how overpriced they are and what a waste of money it is. You can buy so many metric bikes for the price of one Harley. Okay, and in the spirit of understanding, which is what we're trying to achieve, Ted, can you repeat back really what you heard Liza just say there? <laughs> it may be a clear indication that I certainly have more money than she does. <laughs> Good, good. You see how this process is starting to feel a little bit better. Yes, so, I'm feeling better already. You know, we're, we're just going to stay with the, with the tough subjects and, and with Harley. So, Liza, you know, what, what's something else that you really are having a hard time with? All right. Uh, whenever your Harleys go down the street, they're they're too loud. They're always blibbity blapping and throttle tuning. I don't get it. <laughs> so, again, just so we, Liza knows that you're listening. Can you repeat back what you heard? Loud pipes save life, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's explore that a little bit deeper, Ted. I can tell by the, the inflection in your voice you wanted to explore that deeper. So, <laughs> so deep. What is it about about the pipe? What do you feel when you get on your bike? What do you dig what about it? What do you it? feel? Explore. Yeah. What, uh, what do you I, dig? I feel about this it? rumble in my loins. Right. <laughs> but is there more to it than that? 
in all seriousness? Um, like, like, what, no, that's what pretty much it. you out about it? Just the rumble in your loins? Yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, that and everything bagel? I don't know. <laughs> With cream cheese. <laughs> Not toasted. <laughs> Not toasted. Uh, all right, Liza, I know there's more things that, that you guys have had a hard time bridging here, so what's something else? All right, here's the thing. Um, you guys think that you have performance spikes, and mm-hmm. and you don't. I mean, you're. what about turning and stopping? Isn't that important? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Well, you, you may be right there, but <laughs> I can turn. And I can stop. Maybe not in the same day as you. But. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think this is a point like to take a little break. And in all seriousness, let's talk about the, this a little bit. Because I think this is one of the big digs. And I don't know how accurate it is. So maybe we can, uh, our esteemed group of colleagues here can help chime in. Um, we have people from the Harley community. And we have people from the, from the sport bike community. So let's talk a little bit about performance. You know, what do you think are some of the differences, Ted? Or, or when you think of performance with Harley, you know, what do you, what do you talk about? Uh, performance is not really a concern with me. Sure, I could go get a stage four kit installed on my bike, and I can get off the line. I can even get the front end off the ground. But um, for the majority of us Harley guys, it's regardless of how much power you got, we're not in a hurry to get there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I was going to say, you know, we deal in Japanese bikes at the shop about two weeks ago a Harley came in as a trade-in and we took it and it was uh, Ted help me out it was a geezer glide I mean it was a big <laughs> yeah, I agree right so it's one of the big touring models and of course right. I had to make sure that it was safe to pass on to the next customer so I get on and ride this thing and you know at 80 miles an hour on the freeway you're just loafing along, and the engine is just lolloping along underneath you. It's like yep. sitting on a couch. It's actually a very pleasant place to be. Right. There's nothing frantic about it. It's very relaxing nope. to ride. So it's a very different vibe to, say, going down the freeway on a sport bike or even a Japanese cruiser, which is a right. little more, um, I don't want to say frantic. It's a little more strained, maybe. Well, like I said, that's why I said we're not in a hurry to get there. There is things for us to see. You know, we're there to enjoy the ride. Uh, with your lighter bikes, uh, like like the Japanese bikes and even some of the Italian bikes, they're uh, they're a little lighter, so they're dancing underneath you a little bit. So there's not so much security going on. I think it's pronounced leader bikes. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay, so I think we're making really good progress here, as I can see Ted drinking increasingly over there on the monitor. Uh, so Yeah, I was, was, I'm going to get in a toast. So. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> me too. I mean, speaking of which, somebody pass me a beer, please. So, Liza, what are some other things? All right. What's with all the chrome, and why do you think that's cool? Personally, I find it blinding on sunny days. Is this where I reply? Yeah. Yeah. Well, chrome is metal, and metal is good. Plastic is for storing your leftovers in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, remember, this is not about right and wrong or Tupperware containers. Right, this is correct. This is about understanding and and, and mutual love. Uh, I can see Liza just gushing with love out of the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Liza, I know there's more. All right, I got another one. So what's up? You guys are too good to wave at us? (laughs) Yes. No, we do wave. We do wave. We just don't use all the fingers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm curious. When you guys are hanging out at Hot Dog Days at Harley, and you guys talk about not waving to the other people, what do you guys actually say to each other? You're like, oh my God, you should have seen this guy wave to me. I totally ignored. Like, 
I know you do. <laughs> I can't deny any of that. <laughs> uh, we bad. We nationwide, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. How about this? What's with all of the now we're turning some heads thing? Go blow your ego somewhere else. Uh, why? I'm looking good. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> all right. I got, I got one more. All right, this is the thing I don't get about the lack of gear. So you think it's not going to hurt when you hit the ground? Have you ever heard of the term road crayon? <laughs> so oh, so again, just oh, so we know I'm you're sorry, listening. Ahead, just so we know you're listening. What did you just hear there? Uh, well, we've got leather skin. Um, <laughs> and, and our balls have made of the same steel that our bikes are uh, plastic nuts. <laughs> All right. So does that feel a little bit better, Liza? Do you feel like you, you have a little bit better understanding? I feel like I got some of that out there. It was, yeah. It was spoke. You, you look I, a little I'm lighter, like you got myself. some relief there. But mm-hmm. but Ted is has got some pent up issues over there. I think he needs to work out. So I do. Let's I do. Uh, let's let it out. Uh, let it flow, man. What is it? May, may I? May you? I please? Ex, you know, express but, some of my right. concerns. Bring it. Bring it on. Talk to us, Ted. You y'all look like Power Rangers. Okay. <laughs> now remember this isn't it. Liza, just so I know you're listening, because you tend not to listen to people, I think we can all agree. What did you hear him say? That Power Rangers are cool. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what else, Ted? Um, you friggin' hooligans with your wheelies, your stoppies, and your burnouts and shit. Translation, Liza? Uh, wheelies are cool. <laughs> That's what I heard him say. <laughs> all right, Ted, I can still see you anx- anxious over there. Yeah, uh, my gardener's got this leaf blower that sounds better than your bikes. <laughs> <laughs> really? I actually want to know what brand that is, because I'm in the market for a leaf blower right now. Husqvarna. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. All right, what else, Ted? Uh, way too much plastic, more than at a Barbie convention. so just so you're listening lies i'm not sure if you're listening what did he say that power rangers are cool (laughs) (laughs) okay ted you have some more yeah uh it's well first of all it's not american (sighs) so what i'm hearing is it's reliable (laughs) just fired just fired okay okay not Um, even mentioning fuel injection well how about uh, butt ugly bikes? Thousands of dollars to replace the stupid fairings after a crash. You got to get on a phone. You got to call Tupperware. <laughs> so, Liza, if you understood him correctly, he mm-hmm, said, mm-hmm. "I think he's saying that street fighters are as cool as Power Rangers." <laughs> uh, I think this is probably my last one. Okay. Uh, you know, you got letters and numbers for names of your bikes. You know, zero creativity. When you guys start talking about bikes, it sounds like you're playing a game of Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I'm hearing you say is that our code is still safe from the evil Harley riders. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't, don't. Wait a minute. All right. Okay. Wait, wait. T- don't Harleys have like names like F H C L G S Z Y X Z? We purposely ignore those. <laughs> <laughs> so Ted, you look like a little bit lighter. I can see your aura has changed. Uh, I see some rainbows around you. No, that must be the pollution from the turnpike, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I tell you what. Let let you know. We, 
let's sandwich this and have some good stuff now. So let's have a little back and forth. The pros and I mean the pros of the thing. So let's go ahead and start uh, with some of the pros for the Harley. So Liza, in the in the in the in the effort of what we're trying to do, let's hear some pros. Okay. All right. I'll admit, assless chaps actually actually make your junk look really good. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ted. Can you think of something nice to say about the sport bike community? Yeah, you know, your bikes go really fast. You know, that's a great adrenaline rush. That is true. That is true. Liza? All right. I will say there is that undeniable awesome feeling when you're riding a big twin that just rumble underneath your butt that feels like a barely contained beast. I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. And you want a cigarette afterwards, too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... uh, Ted, can you reach deep and some other things you like? Oh, uh, well, I tell you, you know, it takes, well, speaking of, you know, balls, it takes lots of balls to ride one of your sport bikes. Yeah, it's that skill. Thank you. That was very nice of you. Mm-hmm. And Liza, can you return that? I can. Um you know, Harley-Davidson, the company, is a huge piece of American history and of our heritage and pride. I will admit that. I, I really like oh, where nice, the direction nice. we're going in this. Yeah. Everybody's feeling a lot nice. better, I can agree. Michael, are you feeling better as a Harley guy? I mean, yeah, I just... It okay, just, great. It smells uh, a little weird in here. <laughs> it smells a little weird. <laughs> okay, who's next for a compliment? Uh, that would be I think it's Ted. Yeah, it's my turn. Uh, I got to tell you what, I honestly really have to respect the whole gear thing that you guys do. I, I mean, I find it to be a pain in the ass just putting my vest on to go for a ride, but you guys go ahead and get all decked out, put your gear on. You know, it's a whole safety thing. The boots, I, you know, that's great. I totally respect that. You know, part of it, what we were talking about, it's a lot hotter where you are. Like in the summertime with the humidity, yeah, yeah. I think it's hotter. Like we were complaining yesterday and it was probably like 78 or 82 or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I did part of the ride with yeah. no, no jacket <laughs> I know. on. I know. All right, I was just wishing that I was on a Harley. It would have made more sense oh. to not wear my gear. Yep. Um, <laughs> I will admit that there is something pretty amazing about the community the, the Harley, the big twin community, I think once you own a bike, you're part of a big, big, like, brotherhood, fraternity, community. Mm-hmm. It's an instant yeah. community. I, I think that is pretty amazing. Uh, okay, and uh, for, my, for me, uh, my next topic, well, I think, would be is that the, for you guys, when you lane split, although we don't have it here in New Jersey, well, it's not legal, and I have done it mm-hmm. on my Harley – it certainly a lot would be a lot easier to do it on a sport bike. Uh, that's one thing I can tell you. I've done it on my cruiser and scared shitless doing it. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This is feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling good about yeah. this. Yeah. Okay, I, I've yeah. got one. America. <laughs> yeah. Bruce well, Springsteen. Play some Bruce money, You get there. a lot more uh, sport bike for your money. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, th- you know, I'll, I got something to say. Um, w- within the customizing. The artistry, the craftsmanship that goes into customizing Harleys is truly amazing. It is. You don't see that much work going into you know, a ninja. Unless it's right. recently been crashed and they're <laughs> having to repaint it. <laughs> refer, you might refer, know something about that. Yeah, refer back to previous Street Fighter comment. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Ted? Uh, you certainly cannot beat the gas mileage that you get on a sport bike. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know what? Harley's make for great flat tracking. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm always in wonder, like, how yeah. are they hauling that thing around like that? But and it just the energy is so much greater. Oh yeah, well, especially when you watch the hooligan stuff. Oh my god, stuffing that shit. In the oh corner. my gosh. Yeah. All right, Ted, can you continue the love fest? Yes, and you guys know how to wrench on your bikes. The best I can do is the usual mm-hmm. maintenance stuff, but the heavy stuff, I need to get a degree from MIT. Yeah, yeah. by the way, how's that squeak on your bike coming? Still there, <laughs> functioning perfectly. Oh, Which been, one were you? He's been chasing a squeak for like years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elijah, why, why don't you bring us home with this? You this know is what? Really this good. is something I envy. You guys get free hot dogs. Dude, you have no idea. I know. We, we had a taste of it yesterday. It was awesome. And lemonade. Oh, my God. So We had this thing on Saturday. It was outrageous. It was, oh, it was all kinds of food. It was great. Nice. So, you know. Uh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead, please. Oh, well, I think the, the one thing, and I think this is pretty awesome, and this is counter to the gear thing, but you, uh, on sport bikes, chicks seem to wear less clothing as a passenger on a sport bike. <laughs> so that's a, that's certainly a cool thing. E- no. Yeah. <laughs> no. We do not approve yeah, of no. that. No. Do not approve. Well, uh, as a viewer. Yeah. Thumbs up. Okay. All well, right. So As long as you're not moving. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Stoplights are great. So, well, I think we can all agree we've we've really reached a place of, of greater understanding here and, and, and yes. I dare say I mutual good. respect. I yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. And and I think there's something to close it on, something we can we can all agree on, both the Big V Twin Harley guys and, and us sport bike crew, is that at the end of the day, scooters suck. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Love yes. you, bagel. I think we can agree hell on that, Ted, no. can't you? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Bagel's going to start turning shit off. <laughs> everybody, I mute day. you, I mute him, I mute everybody. <laughs> All right. You so, get a mute, you get a mute, you get a mute. That's <laughs> the punitive damages. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just kidding. I like scooters, actually. Oh, my you know, goodness. We, Yay! Somebody. We, we, do, we do make fun of the Harley community sometimes, but there's many things uh, that we envy and respect. And I do believe that it is just as easy to make fun of our community. And that's why I wanted to just put that out there, because we're all having fun. Yeah, we're all biker degenerates. Oh, absolutely. And you twist the throttle, you're okay. Yeah. Yep. And I have to say, though, I am a little more inclined to soften up on the Harley stuff since uh, I've discovered the free hot dogs at the dealerships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And hamburgers. Yeah. Well, I've always argued that Harley dealerships are a sausage show, but I mean, I guess that's something else entirely. <laughs> I can't argue with you there. <laughs> so, you know, Ted, while you're here with us, um, yeah. I, I wanted to continue talking about Harley. So, uh, yesterday, Jim and I went over to uh, Lane Splitter Harley Davidson because I is wanted really to check out. It? It is. is that really the name of the place? That is. Their logo is a uh, first-person uh-huh. view of lane splitting between two semis outlined by a pair of legs and ah. red high heel shoes. <laughs> Seriously, lane splitting. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let me tell you how weird it was. And these all unrelated. So we went to Lane Splitter Harley Davidson, and then after that, we went to the Lane Split Boulevard Biker Show. It's a different group of bike builders. And then there was tremendous traffic, and we had to lane split the whole way home. <laughs> lane oh. splitting day. It was a lane splitting day. Yeah, it was. Yep. So, um, with the news of the new Harley Davidsons, uh, has everyone here had a chance to look at them? I know I sent everyone a yeah, link. I yes, did. the Milwaukee 8. It's the whole uh, soft tail line, right? Yeah, they dumped the Dyna yeah. and picked up. So. 
Ted, what's your initial reaction to all the new bikes? Uh, well, I had said it on, on my uh, one of my Facebook posts was that I, I've never been prouder to be a Harley owner, and that's only because of what they've done with the entire Softail line. Absolutely fantastic. New frame from the ground up, brand new frame. The fact that they rolled uh, the Dyna, the, the Dyna line, they say they got rid of it. The only Dyna series that did not come over was the Wide Glide. Every other Dyna series is still there, just under the Softail name. But fantastic job they did. Really uh, fantastic. I want to say, I know the bike a lot of people are talking about, and that I like too, is the Harley uh, branded VMAX. I think you guys are calling it the Fat Bob. The fact that thing is badass. Let me tell you. Does that what. not wow. look like a V Max, y'all? That's yeah. that's the one <laughs> that's that actually did it for me in this entire list was the Fat Bob. It looks good. Yeah, that, I'm yeah. telling you, it's it's good. Good. their money maker. Um, so is this is is 2018 going to be a big year with all these new bikes, or is this in par with all the progression that they've had over the years? Uh, I think this is going to be the start of something big for them. Uh, the touring line, I'm not overly impressed of it because, and I'll be honest, I'll be the first guy to say it's the same old shit. But the soft tail line, what they've done, that is going to change. It's a game changer for Harley Davidson. And I think from that uh, insider information, they're, they got more big things coming. I, oh. So, for a lot of people don't know, I mean, it's a lot of the bikes like the Road King, bikes that have been around a long time, but they right. now have the new Milwaukee 8 engine, the 107. <clears throat> so, I think that's. One of the biggest steps up is to this new engine. Um, the styling has changed a little bit. There's a lot of the bikes I really like that still have this retro look to them. So they've done a really good job of modernizing the performance and keeping that retro look. So um, what are some of the standouts for you, Ted? Uh, for me, I think it has to be the changes that they made to the Fat Boy. I mean, they threw a 240 on the rear which was it's like you're talking about a flagship motorcycle for Harley Davidson. And that is an absolute radical change that they've done for that bike. Because you know what happens when you put a wider tire on the back, the bike just wants to go straight. But uh, the, uh, I, th I think the fact that they've rolled everything, all the Dynaline over into the Softail line, that new Monoshock that they've done, just they, they stepped up their game big so, time. I got a question for you. <clears throat> uh, do you think this is a bit of a gamble for Harley Davidson, considering that like younger folks aren't actually really buying motorcycles in general? Um, I I'm curious to know like what the price point and how, how it affects the sales or potentially new customers <clears throat> or new riders to begin with. I and that right there, you said the key word right there was price point. Mm -hmm. I what they've done, I think they've priced themselves out of that younger crowd buying bikes. Okay, uh, that's an uh, that's an honest opinion. Yeah, uh, what they're looking, to, I think they're retargeting their uh, attention to the guys who currently have bikes. I see. Uh, who want to come in and get something new? Yeah, because I think that's where their target is. Yeah, because yeah. I'd be curious to know too how how their financing company it plays with with all of this. You know, if, if there's any kind of like structural structural changes to them or or how, how oh, they take. Goes. They take my money just fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's funny. When we were there, I was watching a guy with a sales guy. They were negotiating a deal on a $26,000 bike. Mm -hmm. And it and, and re reminded me of buying a car. It was a very similar vibe. Yeah. But, uh, oh, but you know, sure. They do have a couple of entry models like this. The, what is it? The Street Rod and the 750. You know, those are, yeah. under, those are under ten grand. I mean, 
So there are some, all, some options. I, the street rod, I kind of, I kind of like, but the street seven fifty and the street five hundred, I wouldn't even touch them. I just go straight to Sportster. Yeah, I love right. Sportsters yeah. anyway. Uh, and you guys were telling me earlier that they put you on a couple of Sportsters, and after you're, they, they totally put you on the wrong bikes. No, no, no. We I chose us. We, we were we were you, specific. You chose in our, us. In we our chose reason. us. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I want to say I chose a. 2014 Sportster 1200, uh, the 72. Mm -hmm. And because I liked it, I liked that vintage throwback with the mini apes and the 21 inch front wheel. And I wanted to try the Sportster. I've ridden the big bikes. I had a um, Road King. I've ridden Fat Boys. Um, but I have not really ridden the Sportsters. And I think Jim too said, you know, he's used to the metric bikes. He wanted to see how maneuverable this these bikes are because we get hardly people say all the time oh man we you should see us we go up and we carve the hills man we can really throw those things around mm -hmm. and, and in our minds racing. we're going mm, <clears throat> not compared to a supermoto mm -hmm. now, you know if they if you had the opportunity to take uh, the roadster out that would have changed your mind in, a, in an instant yeah. or even one of the 883s the 1200 is a lumbering bike it's kind of big uh, but I would have certainly taken one of the 883s yeah. out. Well, I was going to take an 883, but it was um, I looked big on it, you know, like that yeah. and some of the other new ones. It just yeah, you get over that real quick. Yeah. So I'll yeah. tell you that um, even though mine was an older bike, I really did enjoy it. And the thing it did for me is it lit that fire again. Uh, the feeling of riding a Harley. Um, and it's so funny. Riding our metric bikes, I'm used to like using my my knees, push against the tank, maneuvering in corners, and you get on the Harley and suddenly your knees are like flopping around, you know? <laughs> They're not made to like fit into the bike. No. And, you know, your elbows are out and you're just getting blasted by the wind, but you get this feeling, as I said, like, um, you know, our, our sport bikes, you know, when you tell it to go, it's like, yes, sir. <laughs> and you get on the Harley, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, what? Yeah, we yeah. know. We and you just hold on. Let's for unpack life. that for a second. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about the rumble, but there is something to that. When you when you feel that twelve hundred cc engine, you know, rumbling like it literally does, like we hopped on the freeway and kind of opened it up a couple of times. Yeah, it, it's the performance isn't the same as a as a Japanese sport bike, but it's a, it like we said so many times, it's apples and oranges. You really can't compare right. the two because the core experience is so different. It's, sure. like, it's a, like what kind of rider do you want to be? Exactly. Or do you want to get there now, or do you want to take your time and get there later? You know, that's, it's, that's it's it. Like that's a, what it was down It's like a precision yeah. tool versus a, like a sledgehammer. Yeah. Do, do you want to look good, or do you want to look slow? That's kind of the difference. So, but yeah, you I know what? <laughs> I want to ask you this because one of the biggest um, problems that we had was actually the pricing of stuff. Sure. And if we look at the new 2018 Road Glide Ultra, for people in the room, it's a it's a nice bagger, and you know, and I will say, um, I think I would rather ride cross country on this than a Goldwing. I would. I think that these are sure. cool oh, bikes, yeah. and uh, the ticket price on this is about twenty six thousand. Does that sound about ballpark? Does that sound like a good number to you, Ted? Uh, actually, I think it's a little more than that. I think, but uh, yeah, yeah, maybe about twenty six, twenty seven thousand. Yeah, but so, I tell you what, you know, again, that's for the base model. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, these are all base model prices. Okay. So here's the issue I have. There's a Yamaha bike. Uh, no, sorry, a Kawasaki Vulcan. It's called the mm -hmm. 1700 Vaquero. 
Yes. And this is the one of the best looking Harleys I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I you, think you know the funny thing is, is I, I've seen all the other bikes. I've been to all the shows, and there, I, I don't. I can't explain it. But when I look at these other bikes, the Kawasaki's, you know, the Hondas, even the BMW's new bagger, I look at it. and I go, eh, okay, yeah, it's all right. Well, but when I look at a Harley, that's something I go, yeah. You know, there's some, I don't know what it is. And it, there's right. just a mystique about the Harley Davidson. Does that, does that justify the pricing? No. <laughs> but it's Harley. But I'm, I, I want to cut in here before we move on. The, the price you were saying, how, what was the price on that bagger? So the Vaquero is um, 16. No, the bagger. 26. If you go into our shop and buy that Goldwing, with XM, with the audio package, it's going to mm -hmm. cost you twenty eight thousand nine hundred and seventy nine mm -hmm. plus fees. So you're basically Jesus. into twenty nine five for the wing. Oof. Right. So uh, it's 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 not actually as expensive as you think. For what well, it is. Well, comparing to, I uh, I feel like this Vulcan Vaquero is a similar bike, and so. This is my question. What does that extra ten grand get you? I think I know the answer, and I talked about it with you, Ted. But what do you think the answer is? Do it you, gets you um, it is the heritage. Free hot That's dogs. what it gets you. I mean, is is are, do you think that they're the same quality, or is it the general consensus oh, that no. the Metro Cruisers are not as good a quality? No, I, I think you're not. You're not getting the same. It, it may look the same. But I guarantee you, you're not getting the same quality out of, out of not that not that Kawasaki or any one of those other ones are bad. It's a different level of quality that you're getting. Is there's a that, lot more plastic on the Kawasaki? That's for sure. Oh, like, yeah. the air cleaner covers are like chrome plastic covers and shit like that, and it's all the tiny <clears throat> little details like stamp parts. Where are so. these new Harleys being made? Assembled or made. <laughs> assembled or made you know i just heard this too i was listening to another show and i heard this there's a uh, majority of the bikes are built being built in the u.s but there are certain ones that are being specifically the ones that are being built in india are only being sold in india mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 i've heard that yeah we yeah. were checking out the new sevo street glides and that's still CVO. made. yeah CVO. yeah those are still made you can in, call it uh, too. So, yeah, whatever and uh but they're still made in milwaukee we were talking to the guy one of the things i found interesting and it speaks to um you know how much customization there is i think the this the, you know the stock one came out 26 grand something like that then they had <laughs> um it was like the next step up, and it was like forty forty six thousand dollars. It was oh like, it was like yeah. a seven, something like a seventeen thousand dollar increase for all the customization and the way it was built and everything else. Yeah. So for people to know, I think we're talking like uh, the Street Glide. So they had the the basic model Street Glide. It was about like twenty yeah, twenty four twenty six twenty four twenty six thousand, like and then they yep. had the CVO Street Glide right. right next to it, which looked all the same, very similar, mm -hmm. yeah. um, for twenty grand more. And so right. we asked the uh, salesman, "What? What's that twenty bucks, twenty thousand for? What? What? What's well, going on?" And so he pointed out, "Well, take a look at the forks. Mm -hmm. The standard model has aluminum, brushed aluminum, and this has chrome." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Adding that up, yeah. okay?" And he goes, "Well, lines. well like smoked. stainless braided, smoked stainless braided lines instead of braided lines." Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was built by like a guy or a dude as opposed to mass produced. Or and he said, like well, that. the speakers have subwoofers. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Electric well, backlogs. The, yeah. the electric backlogs and the gas cap is a flush gas cap. So it had some custom nice details and lines like a, on it. A seventeen thousand dollar difference, yeah. But I couldn't yeah. I couldn't figure out the money. I I, I yeah. but do I, I mean what do you look at a bike like that and go like fuck yeah if I could afford that I would totally get it. Hell no. I don't. No me personally I do not. I have no interest in in that that much bling on a motorcycle. Mm. I don't. Uh I you know the CVO Street Glide or or the CVO of Road Glide uh, either one of those things. I think those bikes include this uh, stage 4 kit or something like that also. Which also yeah. kicks up the, so you're looking at you're looking a little bit more power. You're looking at a little more glam. Uh, I've ridden the Street Glide Special, uh, the the Road Glide Special. Which, believe it or not, there's the Road Glide. Then there's the Road Glide Special. Then there's the Road Glide CVO, mm-hmm. which is totally different. And there's the Road Glide Ultra. So there's four levels of that. Mm-hmm. The Special was it was beautiful, absolutely ran great. Was wonderful bike. Do I need that? Eh, well, it's it's up to your like. It depends on what you want. You know. Jim, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Jim, you brought up a really excellent point about customization, and you, you're talking about why are people buying Harleys when they can get so much more technical, whatever, from the Japanese bikes. And one of the things that becomes painfully clear is, is that you can die, and you even mentioned it in the uh, in the discussion with the therapist. One of the things that you can do with a Harley that you really can't do with any other bike out there is absolutely, completely make it yours with parts off the shelf that will fit functionally. Um, exactly. Know, that don't require 8,000 hours worth of modification and a degree in CAD and a degree in, you know, uh, water jet, you know, printer. CNC and, and all of that stuff. Uh, I mean, speaking just of, of my little, you know, goofy little bar hopping sportster, all of that stuff was done in my garage with minimal, I mean, absolutely minimal mechanical and fabrication skills uh, with off-the-shelf parts. I'm pretty stoked with it. I think it's pretty cool. But I've always said that Harley-Davidson's are like, you know, and, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but are like Barbies for boys. All right? no, I mean, you can... No, that's like, I've never heard that phrase, no, but that's, like, I like it. G.I. Joe's, man. Yeah. G.I. Joe's. You know, you can dress them up any way you want to. Everything is Michael just showed his hand. <laughs> hey, yeah. you leave my Barbie collection alone, all right? Um, but no, you can. What dress, kind of sportster do you have? I have what a I have you? a twelve hundred. It's the forty eight two thousand eleven forty eight. Um, nice. Yeah, and and I like it. I've torn it apart. It's actually in the calendar. So if you guys have the calendar, you can see it in the calendar. It's a cool looking bike. It's yeah. a it's a fun little bike, and I have a lot of fun with it. And I abuse it, and I you know blow clutches on it, and um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, but yeah, you can be not not just with Harley Davidson parts, but you can open the Kiriak and catalog. You can go to Sports or Specialties, Biltwell, uh, Lowbrow Customs. There's all of these companies that are producing and supplying all of these yep. parts that are direct fit for your bike. When you, you know, and having worked in parts, I've got guys that are coming in with metric cruisers, and they're like, "Oh, I want a sissy bar for this," and it's like, "Well." You know, there's this universal fit that you can probably make work or like, you know, but if I go looking for parts for my Sportster, it's there. It's done. It's I know if I buy it for my Sportster, it'll fit and I'm done. And I can walk away. That's it. No other bike company can do that for you. Yeah. You know, look, it's a, one of our sponsors of our podcast, Zero 3D. You know, it's a, it's a third part, not even associated with it. And they, and they make parts for Holly Davidson. And you don't even need any special skills or anything. If you can, if you can operate a screwdriver and a wrench, you're done. Yeah, the the only other thing too, I think, again, I, I enjoyed riding the bike, and I said, you know, I, I actually thought 
if it wasn't for the eight thousand dollar price on a used bike that you know we could get a brand new fzo7 mm-hmm. for that price um i was just thinking like okay let's just take an average big twin out the door you're probably looking at 30 and then i started going all right um i could get a sierra f230 30 dirt bikes uh i could get a like i could buy three brand new bikes a sport cruiser and a supermoto for that 30,000 um but i will go ahead and say i i know what you're getting what you're getting with that extra money is the vip pass to this community and lifestyle and i will admit there isn't anything like that i mean yeah we have a community here in the garage where you can roll up on any piece of shit and we'll like pat you on the back say welcome to the club Mm -hmm. yes but people do (laughs) but i feel like that person who drops uh you know 45 grand on that cvo when they pull up to the group the bar the show the whatever Everyone's probably going to be standing around and going like, "Oh, he's the man. Mm-hmm. This guy's the man. He rolled up Baller. on the CVO." And, and no, he, you don't think so, Ted? No, you know, because again, that's that guy. That's that's not the entire Harley community. That's that guy. Yeah. And there is, but then you take a guy like me. Do I want that? No, I want a freaking Sportster. That's what I want. You know. You know so everybody's going to be different about. It. Everybody has their own. Oh, need to compensate for something else feeling, I guess. You know, I don't know. To be fair, there's a lot like that in the sport bike world, too. Right. I mean, it's it's just the same the thing. The Ponagalli. Ducati. You, when a dude, oh. dude pulls up on a Ponagalli, you're like, douchebag. Yeah, don't even get me started with those <laughs> we, we don't even know him, and we are already a douchebag. Compensatore. <laughs> so maybe that's the same it sounds like we actually have something more in common than I realized. <laughs> we have bloated You know what's a badass bags. bike that's not a Harley? What's that? The DFL. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 See? Yeah. That's yep. a badass bike. Yeah. Mm. And it's Until got a freaking name, too. <laughs> exactly. So, but that is something that, um, there's some, there is something to the whole community. And I enjoyed when we were at the dealership. I was looking at the people. And something I noticed is that there was guys in there sitting on bikes and talking to dealers and their wives were there with them and their wives were shopping and picking out clothes and stuff not making fun of it i'm saying it was a family thing it was a group thing Mm -hmm. i don't know anybody that's taken their wife down to emma's shop to go look at boots and 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 hondas boats you know boats and gloves again i mean working i worked in parts in emma's shop and and it's not my shop (laughs) well the shop that emma (laughs) the shop in which emma works the shop that i inhabit (laughs) and we you know with the exception of the dirt bike family right the the, that holder yeah we talked about that earlier earlier. with the exception of the dirt bike family you don't get couples in there shopping for matching gear or complementary gear yeah. Um, you no, do that's get a, absolutely true. You They're do, like, I need the cheapest helmet for my dumb girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it's a little. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. You get you get a lot of. Yeah. I just need some gloves. Well, what size is she? I don't even know. Just whatever gloves will work. And it's like. Right. Exactly. You yeah. know. Come yeah. on, guy. But so yeah. Well, so that is something too. nice. What other motorcycle dealership can you go into and say, "Can I take that for a ride?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, BMW. Oh yeah. Can you really? Yeah. 
Hmm. But they were like that yesterday. We we're in the showroom, brand new bikes, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll wheel this out." Like, yeah, they were like, "Which out? one do you want?" I'm Take like, "Well, one. I don't want, I don't want to have you like move bikes and bring one of the brand new ones out from the yep. showroom." Oh no, no. What, do you, what do you got outside? We're definitely not they're buying like, no, no, one. No, no, whatever you want. I'm like, whatever I want. What about that big trike right there? Well, let's let's. Like, <laughs> That's what you want. I'm like, wait a minute, whoa. Let's talk about that because this trike fascinated us. It was like a bunch of old cows at a new gate. We're standing there looking <laughs> at this thing, <laughs> trying to get our mind around it, but I, when people are like why the fuck would you get a trike right well when you think about it because let's say you can't ride anymore physically whatever reason you can't be on two wheels you can still be on a harley davidson you can still wear your leather shit you can still throw your broad on the back and go to whatever motorcycle event with your gear yep. and hang out and still be a motorcyclist and i don't know if i want to say Go ahead. Um, like we, we were talking to someone there, and we were going back and forth about trying to get our mind around it. And they were like, "Instead of that, why would you not just buy a convertible Miata? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get the same wow. feeling, and it's a lot more fun." Oh, but wait, you can't throw can your broad on that. the back of that one. A lot easier to have sex on the trike. Well, and I wanted to ride. I just had <laughs> a curiosity. I'm like, "Well, kind of bucket list." No, I've, you didn't want to ride. I've it. not ridden a trike with single wheel in the front, two in the rear, and I just kind of kept <laughs> sizing it up. And he was not. He was trying to kind of talk me out of it, like, you really don't want to. I'm like, so are you telling me if I stuck a milk crate in the back of a pickup truck and just went down the road, it'd be the same sensation? He's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Um, they kind of size you up and go like, yeah, you're not ready for that yet. <laughs> no. So I did enjoy it, but I think that the, you know, the divide between us um, is because... It, some of the things doesn't make sense. Right, it's a lot smaller than you think it is, and it's like very a frivolous kind of like divide. You know, it's very nitpicky. It's like really weird, shitty gatekeeping on both sides. You know what I mean? But you know what, Ted? Here, I'm mm. gonna propose this to you. Since uh, Jim and I went and rode Harley's, yeah. I think you need to go ride a uh, DRZ Supermoto. There you go. Mm. I think you need to go test ride. Come on yeah. up, borrow mine. Or a Zero. Take an electric bike out. Ooh. I keep telling you, come on out I don't even here. know if there's any Zero dealers in New Jersey or in the area. Oh, I'm sure there are. They're in Ohio. If I could find any dealer other than Harley that will let me ride one of their bikes, I'll do it. I've been wanting to ride a, 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 a V-Strom for the longest while, but that's I can't a find one a dealer that's that will let me do it. Do yourself a favor, Ted. Ride the 650. The 650 is a fundamentally better bike than the 1000. Yeah. I'm going to upset okay. so many. The 1000 <laughs> oh, yeah. is not a bad bike. bike. It's not a bad bike by any stretch. It, it, it's a very, very good bike. But yeah. the 650, oh my God, that's wonderful. You know what I would really like to get my ass on? Is mm -hmm. a freaking Triumph Speed Triple. Oh, God. Yes. Oh yes. That's a good one, too. Those things are better. Jeremy's going. I hope, you, I hope you do yoga. Ted, if you get yourself out of here, we can put you on all of those bikes. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I just got to get my ass out there. Who's buying? We, we, don't have, we don't have a speed triple. Beers, knock No, 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 no. I, who's buying the airfare for Beers you to come out there? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just street triples? Yeah, the oh, speed yeah. triple's a thousand. Just ride your couch yeah. out here. Can I just... No. <laughs> uh, Chris has Love a speed to. triple, doesn't yeah. he? Does he? he no. May. No, it's no. That's a well, can, can I? Well, just, you know what? Ted won't no. know the difference. We'll just tell him. Hey, Ted, <laughs> hey, Ted are you? Uh, Ted, are you near Montclair? Yes, I am. Sub Zero well, Wolf. About an hour away. All right, so Sub Zero Wolf showroom. Apparently, they're a Zero dealer. Uh -huh. So go down there and get on a Zero. That'll be something different. Nice. The question is if they have any in stock. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, I imagine they will. We'll see. They start right up when it's snowing. Um, can I just give a slightly different perspective <laughs> for 
for someone who sort of grew up outside America. Go ahead. The world I inhabited in the 70s is largely gone, but you can get kind of glimpses of it now. And back then, when we used to go to bars, when we used to go out to the motorcycle meets, the people who rode the British bikes were always held in a slightly higher reverence because they're riding the domestic product. <laughs> and you'd go to Germany, and guess what all the scruffy kids rode? BMWs, and they'd put loud pipes on them or smash the mufflers out and put high bars on them and trick those out. You'd go to Italy, and the kids are all riding Motoguzis and Ducatis, and there's a reverence for the people that ride the domestic products, and there right. always it's has been. Pride, right? I just it's domestic pride, well, and you kind of, you can't underestimate that with the Harley community. It's really kind of intangible. But it's 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 riding that domestic bike. There is a certain reverence to it. Yeah, it's an interesting cultural and, phenomenon. And it just yeah, you know, with like economics as far as too. goes for the Harley community and other bikes, Harley riders and the Harley community accepts Triumph bikes more than any other brand. Always true. have yeah. though, yeah. because Austria a lot of those too, guys yeah. grew up. They started off on six fifty Triumphs or BSAs or Commandos and went to Harleys. Yeah. Nice. Well, Ted. You know, we have a little more Harley appreciation we're going to share. Do you want to stay with us? I'll stick around. Yeah. So, Douglas. Yes. You recently got to visit a really a cool place. Some may call it the Mecca. Maybe Ted's been there. Tell us where you went. I went to the Harley Davidson Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. I in Milwaukee. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, to describe it. What was it like? It was fun. <laughs> All right, good story. All right, moving on. That sounded I, uh, like Charlie. I was visiting family in Green Bay, and my my uncle was generous enough to let me borrow his Magna. So I rode down. I brought my helmet and my jacket. So I was able to ride down. I was the only person in Wisconsin wearing uh, a helmet and a jacket. You rode, a, you rode a Magna to the Harley Museum. Yes. All right. Brave yeah. man. I Brave parked, man. I parked right in the middle of a fucking row of like twelve Harley Davidsons. <laughs> And uh, it was really Dick cool. I went by myself, Swagen. and um, I went to the museum. <laughs> and uh, you go upstairs, and they start you off on the the upper level, and then you walk to the end through the rows of motorcycles and shit, and then you walk down and back to the door on the bottom level. But there was a lot of old bikes there. Um, I was a little disappointed there wasn't a lot of newer stuff there, but you know it's a museum, but um, they still want to sell stuff, right? So. Mm. Uh, you got to really see um, th there was uh, posters up showing history. There was like cross sections of functioning, not functioning, but like automated uh, engines. Mm. That you'd press a button and it would show you how it worked and everything. And there was a few of those. It was really cool to see the internal workings of, of an engine and actually have it move and everything. Um, they had a row of motorcycles uh, going back from the day they started. Uh, up until now and just showed the transformation there was like probably a hundred bikes in that row wow um, cool. you know several from different years and everything and uh the 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 cool the coolest part to me was at the end there was a motorcycle that had been in the ocean for a long time oh yeah that yeah the we story, did the whole thing like that on our, on yeah. our show oh yeah, yeah. The, i heard about the that. story behind this is that there was a tsunami in japan mm -hmm. yep. all right and the motorcycle was in a uh, insulated shipping container so it floated so it got swept out to sea um and washed up somewhere in america i think it was in uh washington washington yeah, yeah. right oh, and shit. So this, this hiker found it because it's not a beach that's <laughs> 
accessible, you know, you know, easily accessible. So the hiker found it, uh, and it was still in the in the crate or in the container. He came back like ten days later, or two weeks later, or something, and the the container had washed away, and the bike was on its side, like half buried in the sand, <laughs> but it had been exposed to the water the entire time. So they traced the. Uh, it was retrieved, brought brought into the city. Um, it was they traced the license plate to the owner in Japan. Wow, he had lost a large portion of his family and friends in mm. that tsunami, and a lot of belongings, of course. But they traced him, said they had the bike, and he donated it, donated it to the museum as a, as a piece of you know, history and, wow. just, and to uh, to keep awareness up of this is how this is what happens to people, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. the coolest part, and the the bike was totally effed up i mean it was, oh, it was all yeah as, it was like as, oyster shells on it and shit and it was, um <laughs> as i recall the moco actually sent him a, a whole new bike didn't they i they they did. didn't it didn't they say did. in the museum i don't think yeah um but it, the the museum itself was was a was a good time i went by myself was able to peruse and it and it um <laughs> they had a tv screen showing clips of harley davidson's and movies like important movies <laughs> yeah. in american history and it was right. oh, nice. it was cool to see um, was there a lot of their like race bikes or like their old hill climb bikes and stuff? Yes, yeah, they're not too much hill climb stuff. There was a couple of them on display. Was the VR one thousand there? I don't know. Yeah. Which, by the record, I wanted to point out when we're saying nice things, my up the butt bike has for a lo- very long time and still is a Harley Davidson VR one thousand. People forget that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. The, the last thing I want to say about the the museum was um, they let you up to the third level through an elevator and you the elevator door opens and there's so cool. you're surrounded by fences there's just a huge fence blocking off that's where they do the resto on all the bikes mm-hmm. but that's where you want to go and poke around <laughs> you know it's like yeah. you're like shaking at the, the the chain link fence trying to get in there <laughs> but it was cool to see their workshop like this is where they actually do all these restorations and everything and they just walls and 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 stacks upon stacks of, of parts and bikes and everything was it as clean as this garage <laughs> <laughs> it was it was immaculate yeah. but you you didn't get to walk very far but you got to see a lot yeah um and then uh i think around six o'clock or so i went across the way to the the restaurant they have there and had dinner with nitrous chris oh, oh, cool. it was nice to meet him oh, yeah. was it hot dogs no, no, no! I had cheese curds and a, and a brisket sandwich or something. Ooh, it was nice. really, the food there is really good. Nice. Uh, so yeah, we got to hang out and talk and just shoot the shit for about an hour and a half. Cool. And then, then I took off on on the Magna, went back home. All right, Chris is cool. a cool cat. Did hey, have, Chris. Uh, hey, Chris. Hi, shout out to Chris. Have, yeah, thanks for hanging out out there, man. It was cool. Did they have a lot of fire extinguishers? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I can say something nice about Harley's. Okay. Are you, are you paying attention, Ted? I am listening with my ears peak. <laughs> In my opinion, and I know they weren't very good bikes, the AMF Harley Davidsons of any model were so fucking handsome. They were the bowling gr- ball Harleys. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> Look, you could yeah. pick any AMF cool. Harley, the Sportster, the Superglide, even the Electric Glide. They were just so frigging handsome. They really nailed the styling back then. You know, I was going to say, we forgot to mention, but we also went to the Lane Splitter Boulevard um, bike build-off. Yeah, um, a lot of AMF shovels there. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was AMF shovels. Mm. And um, this is a group of guys. They've been in here before. Um, Last time, they were mostly working with Shadows, Honda Shadows. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And this year, there was a bunch of uh, the shovel heads. 
and they're doing really cool things totally customized yeah totally real customized. rotted out real cool car tires and shit oh yeah 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 it looked really good i mean I, what i said what you guys are doing is for the you're taking like a honda shadow and you're making it look like a vintage harley chopper well you know it, 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 except for that honda on the side it was a really good um homage to those classic harleys and one thing we talked we didn't talk about you know we talked about customizing the current Har- harleys and everything you can do but when you look at the amount of things that people do to the old harley it's pretty amazing and oh my god yes the, the lane split, split boulevard guys you know check them out on instagram if you can what they're doing it's real rat roddy and it's real just dudes doing their thing but it's cool and it's true artwork and it's guys doing this stuff with their bare hands but um you know, to see the way these guys customize the old Harleys, uh, to me, is just even way more exceptional than you see them do now. Sure. Absolutely. And the food was really good. Fried chicken was awesome. <laughs> what? There was fried chicken? <laughs> oh, dude. With jalapenos? God damn it. Oh, with jalapenos? It was wicked. I would have been over the hill. And uh, can I offer a little bit of love as a scooterist? <laughs> and not just for the old Harleys, but for the new Harleys. Ooh. Um, I Ooh. was taking a look through the pictures on the website, and I noticed that the new some of the new Harleys have this this really cool looking oval headlight. Yeah, that's so cool. That looks really really slick. Oh yeah, on like the uh, on the Fat Bob. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. So you know, we still have some 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 love in the Harley yeah. community. Um, but you know, Ted, I want to thank you for coming on and representing the entire. <laughs> Harley community, but not just that. Well, with, with your podcast, The Motorcycle Man, um, which I listen to, and you're always fair, and, and um, you do have a, a love for motorcycles, and you interview everybody about everything. Um, sure. But I do, I definitely want to get you on more of our metric bikes to experience I am, the we I am bike factor. curious, there's no question. Yeah. I'm definitely bike curious. We are all motosexual, aren't we? Motosexual, yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the book. So we're about to get a ride report from Charlie and Jeremy, who went to the racetrack. Ted, did you want to stick with us? A ride I will report. stick around. I like All to right. hear stuff. I appreciate it. So Charlie and Jeremy, you guys went and did a track day. Charlie, how, you've done a few track days now. This is four or five. For so you're, you know what's going on. Jeremy... Yeah, it was great. Nothing happened. This, <laughs> this is uh, your first track day on a on a well, any track, right? Yeah, um, it was amazing, actually. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was pretty amazing. I've never been able to just open the bike up and ride it as hard as I want along the street because you're always worried about you know road hazards, cops, and, this and cops, and cars, deer. you know, and you're just not, cliffs you're, you're and able to trees focus. and. Yeah. Just on riding and not yeah. on. Yeah, and you're both riding triumphs. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and how many? How many of you actually stayed on your bikes? Um, just Jeremy. No, Jeremy fell off his bike too. <laughs> oh no, no, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> okay. No, but that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> so. I do. Charlie, so what the, happened to you? The first day was going really well for me. I was getting really comfortable on my bike. I got comfortable with lines. I was working with suspension. We were fighting. Tire was tearing on the rear, on the left side, because it was getting too hot, and we started messing with tire pressure and stuff. It was hot side. out there. Yeah, I was like 95 degrees. What track was this again? Thunder Hill. Okay. Um, when I was actually Thunder riding, Hill West or the uh, standard track? It's the three-mile, the standard. Okay. Okay. Um, what pressures were you running, Charlie? I was running 32 hot in the front, and we were doing... 30 hot in the rear and then we went to 28 and then the yeah, last Yeah, I was going to say that sounds high for for those kind of temperatures because it was mm. hotter than Hades. And then it? we went to 
25 in the last session for the rear and right. that started clearing up the tearing okay um, hmm. the, well we were going off how the oh. tires looked and how and they, they were feeling great and the tire wear looked as it should so it didn't look like it was overheating Jason was doing your suspension yeah do we, I was working with Jason all day and I was talking to the Pirelli guys with pressures and things like that you know this is interesting because it ties you had in Pirelli's on yours I thought you had uh, no Dunlops. but the Pirelli's know about the Dunlops too okay because we were watching at Jim's house we were watching uh, some MotoGP races and they were talking about tire maintenance how Rossi is actually very good at tire maintenance and it's something that really comes out on the track so it's really cool that you were getting to see how much of a difference it is with the subtle differences in pressure just like our own Jake <laughs> yep. who uh, the other day on the freeway on her ascot had a front end wobble Oh, and she came to the garage today and discovered that she had 10 pounds of pressure Ooh. in her front tire Ooh. however somebody's looking after Jake because she's replaced the handlebar on that Ascot with probably the widest handlebar I have ever seen. <laughs> and I predict if she had had the standard handlebars on that bike, she'd have fallen off it. Yeah. It was just because she's got gone. these wide bars and she could hang on to the thing hmm. that kept her upright. Wow. So, Charlie, are, you, are your times getting better and better still? I wasn't timing myself that much during that track. I was just kind of focusing more on riding. I mean, I have to hit a button every time at a very at specific spots, and that track straightaway wasn't as long as... Um, or no, it was longer. Never mind. The front straight's pretty long. I just wasn't focusing on lap times. I was just focused on getting comfortable and going fundamentals, looking up, getting mm -hmm. my lines and everything like that. Yeah. Um, on the second day, right before lunch, the front washed out in turn two. And that was awesome. So describe Ooh. turn two. It's a long, turn sweeping left-hand turn. It goes downhill, then it goes uphill. Yeah. No, no. no it's, 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 so there's turn one, comes out of the straightaway, yeah. and then there's the turn two. It, turn two's long enough to where there's not really an apex. Right, but it is kind of slightly downhill, and it's long and wide, right? I mean, you're hanging on I there. guess it's a little downhill, but... Yeah. It's it's very it's a very long turn and like if you're looking at the end of the turn you're looking behind you almost yeah yeah and it's, it, there's almost like where do I look do I look far do I look short is whatever it the, the carousel or the cyclone or whatever they call it no that's the that's the downhill oh that's the right. five sorry um, anyway so I want to know Jeremy this is your first time on a track how yep. was it what's that feeling when you when you're lined up on the grid and they say all right follow me what's going through your head um well. You know, the first time around the track, they gave us a general introduction. Um, they, they worked the track day program, Z2, they they're really good. They took us out in groups of two at a time with each with an instructor. And the first session, they just took us around, showed us the lines, pointed to the lines, you know, getting a feel for the track, knowing where the corners are, which is pretty important. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, it was a general introduction. And then they kind of just let us loose um, for the next sessions. And... Um, yeah, it's it's just like free. You like just freedom of not having to worry about cars, about anything else other than just riding. And are you, you a, just... are you a track day only, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> if I could afford it, maybe track half day only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> so, how was uh, your control on the bike? Were you feeling like the bike had the best of you, or were you feeling pretty confident? Um, on it? for the first half of the day, I felt pretty confident. I was pushing it and just kept pushing it. You know, and I, I, I felt good. I felt it was a good time. So is this something you're gonna do some more? Yeah, it, I mean, it only I, costs money. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm a dirt money. poor student, so it's kind of a little out of my price range to do it all the time. But it's definitely something I want to do, like maybe a couple of times a year, and 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think it's good experience. Everyone should do it. Well, you know, you never get an opportunity to find the limits of the bike except on the track. You just you also, can't do it on the street, you know. So you, you, I think you gain a lot of confidence just realizing how capable a bike can be. And you also learn how nice it is not to hit anything while sliding for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> runoffs are good. Yes. Yeah, I, I slid. I slid for a really long time, and then I did like a backflip or something, and like. <laughs> Then I kept, and I tumbled, and I tumbled some more. Wait, how fast were you going when you went down? Then like ninety. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I tell was... you what, his um, his leathers and his bike, they aren't that bad. Your leathers were like I mean, exploded. No, my, my leathers got my, my leathers got pretty fucked up. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the the suit did, but the suit's a suit I got for free, so I don't right, know. right, right. But it protected me. I got a little friction burn on my elbow and some whiplash, but I'm fine. I also didn't hit my head somehow. Cool. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't know how I didn't. Good my job. Head. Saved you like five hundred bucks. That's the important yeah. part. So that's so, awesome that you made Charlie, it through that Charlie, Jeremy, was that your own bike? Hold on a second. That was my bike. Yes, the first bike that I've crashed on the track that was mine. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, hopefully you guys will keep doing it. And I thought that was cool, that Jeremy. You got to have your first experience. Everyone here should. Jim, you're next. You need to do a track. It's a fun day. time. It's yeah, definitely I, worth I, experience. Oh, no, I mean, we did the one at the small. We track. did the cornering day, but uh, no, I'd totally be down to be on a full link track I, where you could actually redline it, it in six I, I like, If you do it, Jim, I'll do it, oh. but only if Antonio <laughs> teaches us. And it's at Laguna Seca. <laughs> well, uh, either Antonio or, or Mean Megan. I like or Rob so or Rob, Z2. Or Rob actually fun. Z2 is great. They were, yeah, yeah, Antonio awesome. and Megan don't teach the track portion they teach just the road rider oh uh, oh shame so. hey but guess what we've got time for a couple of emails and we've had a couple guests lately yeah who um yeah. emailed us so uh jim what do you have there wow. yeah so uh, this is coming from Tar tommy barbecue hey yeah. hey tommy barbecue right. otherwise That's known as major tom. major tom major tom can you hear me major tom hey misfits i wanted to thank you again for your hospitality when i came up there and i gotta say we do pretty good on the hospitality end I think whether, try. whether yeah. it's taco tuesday or a regular sunday um, I had so much fun and you guys just welcomed me in like family. Yeah, I think knocking him up for money. <laughs> <laughs> and I was right. Checks in the mails, my fashion uh, go to her. And I was right. Coming to see you guys in person makes listening to the podcast that much better. So what's up, Naked Jim, Sonia, Sid, Bagel, Liza, Emma, award winning Doug, <laughs> Isaac, and everyone? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's award-winning Mike. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, uh, y'all are legit. You guys have a wonderful thing going. I'll continue to be an avid uh, listener and supporter in any way that I can. I wish we All could right. have ridden together, but since I got back from visiting my wife and kids, I'm in full get-out-of-town mode, and time is running out. Yeah, do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> yeah, hope to see uh, see y'all down the road. Liza, I saw the picture of you on the Harley trike. What did you, <laughs> what did you think of their lineup? Uh, P.S. I hope Dave is arriving every Sunday clean-shaven. <laughs> <laughs> It could make or break his career. So, major Tom was a uh, a Marine, a, a major in the Marines down here in uh, Monterey. But what a what a cool dude he was. Yeah, yeah that was cool. And and Nock, what do you have there? Uh, I have one titled 
I had a great time from Ken Harrell. Hey, Ken. Hey, Ken. All right. Hey there, Misfits. I had a really great time yesterday. Thank you so much for the honor of being on your show. Wow. Uh, You have something really special going on there at the Recycle Garage, and it was great to finally meet the people behind the voices. Meet the peeps. Indeed. Stories and raunchy jokes that make the... (laughs) 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 Stories and the raunchy jokes that make the Recycle Garage unique, uh, crew so unique. Uh, I have never felt more at home and welcome than I did and my first visit to the garage. Uh, what a great community you have uh, You have built there. Uh, I finally have made my pilgrimage, LOL, and I'm better for it. Uh, awesome. I will return one day, and I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Take care, Ken. Ken, thank you for coming on the show and talking uh, electric, too. I was like, yeah, this guy's into it. He was you know, doing your thing. No, Ken was cool. Ken. Yeah, Ken, was, Ken was super cool. Hopefully he comes yeah. again. Douglas, you have one there? No. No. I was telling you to check your phone. Okay, thanks. Emma, you got one? I have one here from Stephen Garner. And it's, hey, guys, it's Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey. Steve. It's Steve from Steve. Houston, hey, Texas. Is he underwater right now? Is Ooh, he? Let's Probably. Hope not. Hopefully you're well. Oh, I hope, Steve. Steve, I hope you're okay, yeah, darling. I hope you can Hello. swim. Um, I just listened to the Recall podcast, so I wanted to run a question um, by Emma. That's me, darling. I've oh, got... how could we forget? Shut up. <laughs> Dreadful man. Um, I've got a recall on a 19-year-old bike for foot pegs. Wow. Hmm. If I were to take that in, is the technician going to think, foot pegs? Really? What a douche! Exclamation point. <laughs> well, hold on. And then it, pee it, in my airbox. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emma, you're the technician. Somebody brings it in. Are, are you thinking, what a douche? Never. Okay. I, I, As the parts guy, I might. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I want to get one thing. I simply don't think about my customers that way. But I have got an answer for you. Um, it happened. Yet, actually, it happened on Friday. I did a 2004 KLR650 recall for muffler bolts. Hmm. Oh wow! So I don't know whether that answers your question, Steve. He's, he's got another. He's got another scenario. I'm not sure if it's only the foot peg or it also includes the bracket. So it's probably worth doing just to be safe. Yeah. Or here's another option. Leave it. Hope it breaks. Come up with some cool roadside fix totally dominate next time you all have a giveaway it would it would probably include some duct tape a beer bottle and wrapping my bloody stump of a leg with newspaper found along the road that sounds like a solid plan i'm going with that no you're not going with that steve but you will get an award if you do that steve get your bike fixed yes it's a proper recall not least you know, I mean, I've been doing weird recalls lately. One of the ones, I don't even know whether I should talk about these on air, but I don't care. Um, one of the ones is from Yamaha, and I'm taking handlebar clamps off Yamahas oh, and replacing them with clamps that have no paint on the bottom because they figure that the paint allows a fractional amount of movement and the handlebar clamps can come loose, so tra la Interesting. Any recall that comes up for your bike it costs you zip mm-hmm. 
take it into the dealer, get it done. The technician's not going to think you're a douche, unless, of course, you are a douche, in which case right, he's yeah. going to think you are one. Um, <laughs> free parts I can't, three parts. I yeah. can't guarantee he's not going to pee in the airbox, though, darling. I am sorry. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, get it done. That's what recalls are for. Yeah. Um, and if ever now. you come to sell the bike, here's the rub. If you come to sell that bike and you sell it in good faith to somebody else and the foot, break, foot peg falls off it and the well, hang on, he was sent a recall. Why didn't he get it done? The person who buys that bike theoretically he didn't want, can want you sue to pee you. in his airbox. I know that, but <laughs> you, would you have your rather have your airbox peed in or some clown suing you for a gazillion, billion, trillion dollars? Hey, I want to say that Who's you did pee in my airbox, airbox and the bike's running better. Yeah. <laughs> I've got high octane pee, darling. However, it really comes down to whose pee we're talking about. Right, that's the gin. However, that's, that's, um, <laughs> you've got a rodent problem, and I'll give you three hundred bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing you a favor by taking yeah. it off your hands, gov, honest. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got another email here, also from Steven. Steve. 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 So he's, he's double dipping, but I'm gonna let it go because no, he's a let good question. He's a cool cat. So he says, Emma has rattled off some basic tire pressure levels for various styles of bikes. Yes. However, my manual has my Vulcan 800 at 28 PSI front and back. No, that's wrong. That's about 10 PSI less than Emma says is common for cruisers. Yes. I'm following the manual, of course, but it made me wonder why there's such a variance. Is there a difference in a tube versus tubeless tire pressure? And before you answer, he says, also... In the last podcast, I wanted to thank you all for clearing up the difference between mountains and canyons. <laughs> if anyone needs further clarification, my nine-year-old can explain it to them. Excellent. <laughs> I think he's sassing me. You just wow. every Sass. bit of sassing that you get. So, so why, are you, why is the manual saying 28 and you're saying no? You know, tire pressures are a very, very emotive subject a lot of people get very steamed up over tire pressures yeah. and the truth is there's so many different factors involved one is the manufacturer two is the tire manufacturer and three is the area that you actually live in and the type of riding you do <coughs> so I think you got a rodent in your airbox. Yeah, so. I think I, I think I must have <laughs> I'll give you 300 for it <laughs> thank you darling so Let's take what what's he riding a Vulcan? Yeah, Vulcan eight hundred. It's a great bike. So Kawasaki at some stage they I th pretty sure the Vulcan eight hundred comes with Bridgestone Exedras on it standard. So at some stage during the development of the bike, they're testing the bike and they're testing the handling characteristics. And okay, well, Bridgestone Exedras, they feel pretty good with 28 PSI on it. Oh, that's a good point, because this is the original brand. Right. Tire. So yeah. now you say, okay, I don't like these tires. I'm going to upgrade to Dunlop or Michelin or Continental or Shinko. And no, you each, said upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> each manufacturer will specify their own tire pressure for that bike. So what's in the manual has now become completely defunct uh, anyway. Hmm. What I found traditionally, especially with the cruisers, um, the Japanese kind of always underestimate pressure on them because they tend to be tested with very, very lightweight people. And let's face it, as, Ameri yep. as Americans, we are quite chunky. You know darling. what? A lot of the sport, uh, sport bikes came that way. They came right. under sprung for Americans. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm, I'm really not blowing steam by this. Steve, 
try 32 in the front, 36 in the rear, and just revel in how well your bike goes around corners. Keep an eye on the tyre wear. You're going to be so happy with it. Um, let me know what tyres you've got on it. So that's going to be a third email from Steve when he writes back and tell us, <laughs> number one, what tyres he's got on it. Number two, how well it handles with 32, yeah. 36. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you can always just lower exactly. them a little bit. You know? Qu- quick note on listening to Emma over reading the instructions. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> built a carburetor by the instructions. Ran like shit. Built a carburetor. Listen to Emma. Ran fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just don't even look at the instructions anymore. <laughs> well, no, it was it was the 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 instructions that came with the carburetor, which was an upgrade for um, his DRZ four hundred. Said use this jet and this needle. And I I looked at the jet and I looked at the needle and I was like, that is not going to work. Just knowing the flow characteristics of a Mikuni CV carburetor, it's like that is not going to work. Do this. He's mm. like, but the instruct just but he followed the instructions. <laughs> and it didn't run. So then tra la la and it runs great. That bike hauls. Hey Ted, I want to try a little experiment. Sure, let's can you, uh, Are you still can here? You, can <laughs> you record your squeak on your bike and send it to me? I bet you Emma will listen to it and tell you how to fix it. Oh, I bet you, you no, she can no, diagnose Ted, a squeak. I can, no, I can diagnose a squeak right now. You've got rodents in your airbox. Um, <laughs> I'll come no, over there. I'll give no. you three hundred bucks for it. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> I will. I will. I will do my very best. Now we'll record it. Well, no, let's, no, 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 I'm going to diagnose it right now. Ted, yes. when is the squeak regular or does it come and go? Uh, no, it's regular. Okay, very good. Tell me exactly when it happens. Uh, within five miles, it starts making the noise and it's coming from the left side. It's the bell. It's definitely the bell. Wait, tell it's her the- everything you've replaced. I have... Uh, well, I uh, say I did. Uh, I did rear bearing. Yes. Um, geez, <laughs> uh, I, I have to get out my receipts and check. <laughs> <laughs> but you replaced the belt, uh, and but I, I, I did get. Uh, I haven't replaced. I, I was going to go and replace the uh, the inner primary bearing, but I later figured out that that probably would. It, that's not where the noise is coming from. No. Uh, finances permitted prohibited me from replacing the belt and the rear pulley. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the culprit is the rear pulley because it is an aftermarket pulley with more teeth than the original no that shouldn't do it um you haven't done the front pulley yet and i think that's where your problem lies and the cheap fix is go to um an auto parts place get some gaskus inch and just spread some gaskus inch along the edges of the belt and i think your squeak's gonna go away mate i'll try that I'll tell you, I will tell you this. Spit on it. I have, uh, on a <laughs> no, recommendation, don't put, don't forget to w, pee in the air. WD-40, yep. and it went away for about 25, 30 miles, and it right. came back. You, you know what works so that's really why I know well? it's something to do with the belt. Yeah. What works really well is if you take off the gas cap and replace everything underneath it with a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, so seriously, Ted, just try gaskus inch yeah, and no, just use it on the edge of the belt. It's a belt dressing. Cool. Um, Douglas, you have a upcoming ride announcement? Uh, Charlie and I both do, yes. Um, the Vampires MCE Santa Cruz have the annual Day of the Dead ride. Oh, I love mm-hmm. those memorial, Nice. memorial ride is coming up uh, November 5th. That's a Sunday since Pergolesi closed, which is our normal mm-hmm. uh 
starting point. We don't yeah. know, so it'll be it's TBA at this point. Yeah, we'll get back. Um, but it, just but keep remember, it in your heads. remember the fifth of November. Fifth of November, yes, exactly. <laughs> nice. So that's what's coming up in our our neck of the woods. It'll place. be exciting food. And yep. um, I just wanted to give a shout out again, all the new Patreon subscribers we got. We've got a bunch more. Um, just remember, for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to our special episodes. And I did put a new one up last week. Ted, I believe that you uh, are one of our subscribers. Yes. Did you, by chance, listen to the All About the Calm Star Wheel? I will. Yeah, yeah, you're going to check that out. It's actually better than you think. And I have another cool one I'm going to be releasing in a few days. Yes, I, I will say, Ted, that the one on the Calm Star Wheel is a extremely good cure for insomnia so if you if you're lying in bed and you can't get to sleep put it on you'll be out like a light mate so just remember um you know this is a great way to support all of our podcasters you know i help support motorcycle men and um you know thank you very much you're welcome and uh, you know i'll say um I listened to a great episode of Loud Pipes recently, and I, I gave them money. Um, it's a great way to help support podcasts, and we are supporting one another as well. But everybody has their own little perks and, 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 and reasons for doing it, if not just for giving something back for what we're doing. A lot of us who've been around now have been doing this a while. Um, Ted, how long has Motorcycle Men been going? Uh, we're working on our third year. Wow. Right. Congratulations. We've all been going. We've been improving sound equipment, putting money in. Ted's really been hustling to get better and better guests. He recently had Charlie Borman on. Oh, it was a, yeah. It was a great yeah. interview. Um, nice. You know, Charlie said that you can actually go to, uh, is it Australia? Where are they doing the tours? Uh, they're doing the tours in South Africa. South Africa, right. you can go from Cape do Town. To, they're going from Cape Town to Victoria Falls, right? And Victoria Falls back. They're two separate tours, but you can sign up to do both in with, one oh, shot. With Charlie Borman, eighteen days. That's wow. awesome. I met Charlie ten years ago. In, Did you really? Ha, yeah, in Half Moon Bay at the Legends of the oh, Motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw him there too. Very charming fellow. Yeah. So thank you, Ted, for coming on and um, and playing along with us, and wow. also for you've been stepping up and doing better work. So, yeah, if you're going to support podcasts you like, Motorcycle Man is a great one to go to also. Thank you very much. So, I appreciate you guys having me on. Now, listen, I want to tell you that you're, uh, you guys uh, are certainly, for me, it's like a, a, a you guys have been somewhat of a, uh, a guiding light because you guys have such a great show. And I, I mentioned on every podcast that people should be listening to you for all their tech help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys are the people. You guys are great. You guys, you guys oh, really you're should so, know that. You guys are really wonderful sweaty. podcasts. You're going to get someone killed. Yeah. Yeah. We just we just have helmets on and we just run at each other in a darkened room. That's <laughs> usually how it works. That's how I describe it around here. Hey, Ted, let me know how that belt works out for you. Yes, I will give it a shot. Cool. And uh, if the listeners want to see some pictures of the Harley Museum, I did put some up on our Facebook page. Oh, the recycle right. page. Uh, yeah, so you can see kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, so motorcyclesandmisfits.com. If you haven't gone there, that's where you go to get your links to our Recycle Santa Cruz Facebook page. You can see the photos that Doug took. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you can find our Patreon link there. You can find our YouTube link. Um, we had this past week, we got released the Get to Know Bagel. So mm-hmm. you can see the All About Bagel Aww. video. Aww. And I'm assuming if you go to, it's what is, is it MotorcycleMen.us? That's correct. Yes, MotorcycleMen.us, and you'll find similar links there. 
So, again, thank you, Ted. I think we're ready to sign out. Thank you. This is Liza. Thank you for listening. Bagel. If he dies, he dies. (laughs) Naked Jim. I must break you. (laughs) Aloha. Oh, flavor, flavor, darling. (laughs) This is Douglas. Charlie. Adios, amigo. Sonia. And Jeremy. And we got Ted there, and we are out. Cool. Cool. Piss off.